Darren, Kerry and Sky, East Coast Radio. Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Thursdays at 8.40. Mm-hmm. It is the Thursday, it is 8.40 and Wendy Nola joins us for Consumer Watch. Good morning, Wendy. Hello, Darren. Oh, it's so weird. Like, we saw you last week while we were in Cape Town and now we're back to this uh, <laughs> speaking on the line thing. Own thing. All right. So today mm. we're talking about online delivery. Has it enabled underage drinking? What's up with that? Well, I must admit, it's not something that I thought about, maybe because my kids are beyond the teen years but yeah. last week a Durban life coach and mother of two teenage girls she's asked us not to name her so that her kids don't get get into uh, or become unpopular with their peers I suppose um, she posted her thoughts on teas ordering booze via online apps on Facebook mm. and she said I love the new apps checkers pick and pay willies they've currently oh they've certainly changed my world and mm. make life that much easier um, I've ordered alcohol off these apps too, which got me thinking, what kind of control is there when someone under 18 orders alcohol? Hmm. Other than I know under 18 logo, you know, a little crossed out thing next to each image, she said, is, there's no mention of uh, age, proof of ID, etc. Yeah. And I've heard that this is how some under 18s are ordering alcohol. Okay. And I was told by one retailer that it's the delivery guy's responsibility to ask for ID, which I think is passing the buck frightens the life out of me to think that this kind of access to alcohol is so easy. Mm. Um, she says, let's just say I've seen and heard how this happens. She didn't want to elaborate and I'd like to know what the retailers are doing about it. So I thought, okay, let me ask them. And I went beyond ShopRite, Woolies and Pick and Pay. I mm-hmm. also asked Macro, which delivers a lot of booze online yeah. um, or to people's homes. And then Norman Goodfellas, which has been in the business, uh, alcohol only business for a long time yeah. and um, Obviously, since lockdown, um, the booze, uh, the the online division um, skyrocketed. Okay, yeah. So take a listen if you're a parent, and because it happens, and I've and since I started looking at the story, I've had other parents saying, "Yeah, yeah, I've seen this." Parents go away, um, order on the app, and and the, you know they send the oldest looking kid out to collect, and it's mm. all fine. Okay, so Shoprite said um, our drivers request formal ID of anyone considered to be younger than 18. Um, just as a cashier would do in a store. It is an offense in terms of the Liquor Licensing Act to provide to sell alcohol to anyone under 18. Yeah. Um, and our drivers are trained not to help hand over alcohol to minors. Um, Woolies said we take this seriously. Our drivers are briefed to ask for ID in this situation. So again, the same thing. Yeah. But we will send a reminder notification to our ops team to ensure compliance. Um and on the when you register and purchase on on Woolies Dash, that the Dash app, it says customers must be over the age of eighteen and agree to the T's and C's, including proof of age will be required on delivery. If such proof is not supplied, your order may be cancelled. May be cancelled. They can pay pretty much the same thing. Our drivers are instructed to check for ask for the IDs of anyone that looks under twenty one. Um, they're trained by this um, and. We, we also um, train our delivery partner. Mm. Then Macro and Norman Goodfellas went a little bit further. They said, um, if you're ordering online um, 
and you and you click the install collection thing and you're you're reminded that you need to show your id and it's validated online because if you your id number indicates that you're under 18 they don't proceed she said they do admit point of delivery validation can be a challenge for the industry mm. requires ongoing reinforcement so obviously they do know this is happening yeah. Um, and importantly, which I thought they said, a number of couriers are experimenting with technology that encompasses verification checks, one-time passwords, and features such as ID scanning mm-hmm. to help reliably authenticate. So I think this is the way it needs to go. Yeah. Norman Goodfellow said they do 80% of their own delivery, so they're a little bit more in control. They only used um, third-party deliverers for 20% of their orders to outlying areas. But this is what I appreciated. Your email has prompted us to review our procedures to include verifiable proof and we have specified our to our in-vehicle tracking and sign-in mm. partner to scan an ID or drivers on delivery. We're going to be live with this by the end of the year or early in the new year. So that's, I mm. think, my point is where I think they need to be going and not just sort of this sort of, yeah. we have asked our drivers to check for ID. Wendy Nola, has all this online shopping made an increase in debit and credit card fraud? If so, what's up with that? Okay, so this week, the South African Banking Risk Information Centre, better known as Fabric, so they work with the banks and with police to basically hold information around bank fraud and help prosecute um, the baddies, the crime syndicates. And the mm. report was full of their successes around that, which was quite good to know. But the little there was a little nugget in there that I thought, given that we are now in Black November, as it's now called, mm. the Christmas creep. <laughs> we started at the beginning of November and go on for Christmas. Was, anyway, yeah. um, I, I thought this was timely advice because in this Sabric report, which covers the 2020 uh period, 20 year, they, the report revealed that while credit card fraud had decreased by 27% from 2019 to last year, mm. debit card fraud had increased increased by 22% for the same period. And what's up with that? Yeah. What's up with that is because lockdown shifted consumers in a huge way to online shopping. Mm. But many chose, according to Sabric, many chose to use their debit cards instead of their credit cards because they had funds in their account mm. and they didn't want to spend on their cards, which they thought they would have to, well, they would have to pay back later. And finances were a bit tricky and people didn't know if they were going to keep their jobs. Yeah. And so... I didn't actually realize that until I read the report. That's what happened last year. Um, and it's created what Sabric calls more opportunities for criminals because, well, if you buy something uh, online with your credit card and you don't get what you paid for, you can apply for chargeback, as I've been talking about in this show for years. And basically, your bank speaks to their bank and um, then you get your refund if it can if you can show that you didn't get what you paid for. But if you pay online with a debit card, there's no such protection. Mm. Um, so that's why it's, so it's one of the best reasons to use a credit card for payments online or otherwise because of that chargeback protection, which is offered by Visa and MasterCard through the issuing bank. So mm. through the bank that issued you the card, you go to them and I've done it myself um, with an airline issue I had and um, I can vouch for the fact that it. You know, if, if what you say is true, it definitely works. So yeah. if you're buying online this black November and you are going on a site, it's not advisable, but you're using a site that you're not that familiar with, yeah. that you found on Facebook, that's not one of the big recognized guys with a reputation to uphold. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't you, well, don't do it, I would say, firstly, but secondly, definitely don't do it 
paying with a debit card. Um, and just quickly, Sabric did urge consumers to please, there's so much fraud at the moment. There have been data breaches. We are more at risk than ever. Yeah. Please, 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 you need to what's going, know what's going on with your account. If someone's impersonating you, you need to know. And the best way to do that is to register for credit-related alerts offered by the credit bureaus. It's relatively little money for great peace of mind. Mm. Um, and also, if you've lost your ID book or had it stolen or your card, um, or you discover when checking the credit profile, which you should really do as soon as we go to news, um, yeah. then uh, you found out that you're a victim of ID fraud. You must, must, must contact the Southern African Fraud Prevention Service and find out about protective registration, which means that when the baddie tries to pretend they're you, uh, there's a red flag that goes up and says, we need more ID. Mm. You'll have to do it if it is really you, but you know you have a passport or you have a driver's license and you can do it. Yeah. Um, so important. We need we need hours for this topic, but I, I really just want to <laughs> impress on listeners that yeah. fraud is a huge thing, ID yeah. fraud, so please protect yourself. 100%. Fantastic. And that'll be on the blog, that info. Okay. Thank you, Wendy. To listen to these moments and anything else you might have missed, go to ecr.co.za and click on podcasts.